We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Marketing Nerds. This is Kelsey Jones, Executive Editor at Search Engine Journal, and I'm here with Nick Wilston. He is the lead SEO at Vodafone Group. Nick, thank you so much for joining me across the pond. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure, Kelsey. Yeah, very happy to be here. I know we had met when we were at um, SCJ Summit London in May, and so I'm happy that I'm able to talk to you again and kind of go more into what you spoke about at the summit um, for our marketing nerds audience. No, yeah, I'd really be happy to go into that in more, more details. It was a great summit, actually. I think we had really good response from people there in the audience. Yeah, me too. It was great, great uh, venue and love seeing London again. So I know at the event you talked about um, your title actually was from search to store, how SEO can empower your brand's business units. And First, I wanted to kind of, so maybe this is showing my um, naivety or however you say it, but I wasn't, I've never really used the term business units before, and so I'm hoping that I'm not the only one. So I kind of wanted to ask you just a brief overview of what you meant by that in your presentation. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, and I think it's probably I've spent too much time in corporate now, so you kind of pick up a bit of the lingo. Uh. Uh, I, I think they kind of, I mean, a business unit, I tend to think of it as sort of, you know, it's a logical element or segment of a company. So you might kind of separate a company into accounting, production, marketing, and they'll kind of represent uh, specific business functions. Uh, and we tend to call these kind of, you know, business units. Uh, and, and I think this is sort of uh, uh, particularly explains very large companies like Vodafone uh, because of the sheer size of them. Uh, I mean, Vodafone Group is dealing with uh, 21 countries, 40 partner markets, and uh, you've got wow. 400 million customers. So wow. it's it's a it's a huge organisation. And if you imagine kind of the, the back end of that, you, you have some very large separated business units within the company. Uh, and a lot of my talk was really about how do you get the communication going between those units, uh, because it's it's not as simple as the sort of the SEO team. The SEO team would normally kind of liaise into the marketing team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we're talking about how we affect uh, store or how we affect other functions in the company, then it, you have to think how, how SEO can impact those, those other business units that might be kind of quite hidden from, uh, from view, really, and, and certainly sort of you know, several steps away or under different management from the marketing side of the company. Gotcha. So it, it seems like, you know, for enterprise companies, especially when they're so big, like Vodafone is, it's almost like each business unit is a separate company almost on its own. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And even with uh, even with Vodafone, you have Vodafone Enterprise, which is kind of dealing with a different product almost, uh, just dealing with phones and, and telecommunication to businesses. So even that's almost a separate company within Vodafone. It's uh, it's just it's a huge organisation, and, and I think this is a, a really big challenge for in-house SEOs at, at large organisations like this. You know, how do they how do they communicate and go outside their normal circles uh, to get things done in the company? Yeah, exactly. And I know that the audience feedback we got from the summit, they loved seeing how a huge company like Vodafone kind of, you know, builds that integration in between separate departments or business units. And I know in your presentation specifically, you had gone into how SEO affects 
product development and supply chain ma- supply chain chain management. Blech. So um, that's a for some reason that's a mouthful for me today. Um, so that's do you want to you want to kind of uh, go into that for our audience here at Marketing yeah, Nerds? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think Vodafone's been very progressive in in the way they've approached this. Uh, under sort of Adam Stewart has, has kind of led the Vodafone Group side of the business, and he's got a digital background. Uh, and his idea, uh, together with Ed Fletcher, sort of head of optimization, is to create uh, an optimization hit team uh, within the group. Uh, and our team is, is very small, uh, but we're kind of given responsibility for running projects and programs across the whole the whole group. Uh, and, and I think that's a very it's a very interesting way of, of dealing with this. Uh, because normally these sort of functions, you know, SEO, search, that they'd be dealt with by an external agency. And uh, obviously, you know, as I explained before, the, the sheer size of some organizations mm-hmm. mean that it's, it's very hard to really get any change. You, you can't really affect change, uh, yeah. especially if you're external. Uh, so I really, like, I really like the way that Vodafone's approached this. Uh, they've set up a sort of key uh, optimization team, and then that team kind of looks through to, to run programs or run projects uh, just to improve, improve the business processes. Uh, and obviously, one of the ones I've been uh, more responsible for is, is the SEO program. So to kind of increase SEO uh, best practice across all the markets to, to kind of share out that that uh, best practice and understanding between different markets uh, to really kind of improve improve our SEO internally. Uh, and a lot of what we're doing, uh, well, it'll be quite interesting from from an external point of view. Uh, we're running podcasts ourselves, actually, uh, so we kind oh, of have cool. an internal podcast. Yeah, really, I'm kind of getting into it now. So uh, we have a, a, an in-house Vodafone podcast, which all the internal market uh, SEOs uh, attend, uh, and we have sort of you know 70, 80 people on on that call, um, and, and we kind of share internal data, share uh, insight that, uh, across across the markets, and things that have worked for one market, we can then implement in, in another one. Uh, and I think that that's really the best way of uh, getting that change really happening uh, across an organization that large. You almost have to create a, a kind of internal agency. Uh, and I think this is the challenge really facing agencies, you know, how, how they deal with clients of these size. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, in, in, in terms of, uh, I mean, yeah, how it's, how it's affecting everything. Um, yeah, I'll give you some practical examples because, uh, I mean, you'd, you'd assume that SEO would affect marketing. Primarily, so it'd be about mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know improving the site, getting more sales, improving conversion, uh, optimizing content. You know these are all the kind of the obvious areas. Uh, but then when you're kind of in, within a company to that extent, you can then start to think, well, you know how do I affect uh, the product supply chain? You know how do we get uh, how do we decide which phones, which handsets we should be stocking in each market? And and these are kind of the more interesting areas uh, because they're not. Uh, natively kind of SEO areas uh, and I think this again has come to the forefront now with mobile optimization because we're, we're now looking about how, how we can uh, provide journeys really through mobile through the mobile search results that, that take users to the app or give them a better experience through the app than they would do through through the web page so SEOs are now kind of designing journeys they're thinking about user intent on queries and, and how we can get the user to, to the best possible experience that they can get uh, and, and this has kind of opened up a lot of very interesting areas, really, for, for SEOs to work in. Yeah, it's cool how that's one of the things I like about our industry is that you know the opportunities seem endless, and there's always oh, more yeah, places absolutely. to grow into for sure. So I know yeah. mobile's like huge now because Google did 
you know, so-called mobile get-in update. And so, mm. you know, that's a yeah, huge really, impact. Yeah. Absolutely. I, mean, I, I know I really see mobile get-in, the April 21st update is really the beginning. Uh, Google's obviously realized that there's a lot of competition out there. You've got Facebook bringing in... Uh, bringing content into their platform. Uh, LinkedIn have a fantastic app, and there, there's a lot of competition out there to, to stop people going to Google's mobile results. Uh, well, well, they're sort of, Google's done fantastically with, with relevance in the desktop results. They realize that, that when it comes to mobile, it's far more about experience, and, and this is where the, they're sort of lacking. Uh, a lot of the sites haven't made a particularly good mobile experience for users, uh, and, and I think it's kind of woken Google up to the fact that they need to offer a lot more carrots out there, well, sticks and, and carrots, and I think Mobageddon was one of the sticks, but they, they need to offer a lot more carrots in the next few months to really get businesses on board with, with offering a decent mobile experience to the users. Yeah, I agree. I, and I think... You know, that kind of reminds me of back in the day when I worked for a bigger, a bigger organization in-house. I mean, it wasn't as big as Vodafone, but one of the most frustrating things was whenever something new would happen with search, like a Google update or social media, I'd try to go to my managers and say, hey, we need to make these changes. And I, I would often come back frustrated because they either didn't understand or they didn't know how important those updates were. You know, how can yeah. you, how can search marketers that are working in-house or even in an agency, um, you know, kind of talk to the people in charge and kind of help them see why certain updates are so important in search or social media? Yeah, uh, absolutely. This is, I mean, it's a real challenge. As you say, you've got these things happening that they're, they're hugely important, uh, but you need to emphasize that and get it, get it on, the, on the table. The people you're dealing with, the, your management, they've got a hundred different projects on the go and and how do you make them kind of prioritize it, the, the search ones uh, I'd say I mean some of the tips I gave at the conference uh, it certainly lives a lot about branding uh, and, and I quite like packaging up and, and selling SEO in, into management I mean we're, we're quite lucky that SEO is a very exciting area I mean you know the fact that we have uh, updates called Mobageddon is, is a bit of a giveaway <laughs> uh, Panda, Penguin you yeah. know it's, by, by, it's, it's a very sort of exciting <laughs> Area. It's fun, exactly, it's fun. Um, so, you know, it's very easy to kind of engage people with, with the fun side uh, and certainly kind of uh, naming the projects you're doing, wrapping it up as a, a sort of business case, which is something I talked about a lot in the conference, really helps. And, and at the, the core of your business case has to be data. Uh, and SEOs have to be very good at finding the right data, you know, visualizing it, making sure that, that people can really see the importance of these kind of updates. And, and that's something I'm always emphasizing to, to my own SEO teams when, when I've been training them up, is you've got to create the business case for, for what you want to make happen. Uh, we're very lucky now that we have some really good sources of data. I mean, in terms of sort of mobile, uh, PFR uh, from Google recently gave a few, few links out in terms of sort of mobile usage, and Google shares out this data so we can see exactly how much, uh, you know, what the percentage of users uh, accessing the web via mobile, via desktop is. So there's a lot of sources of data out there that we can get hold of, uh, even you know before you start sort of getting your own analytics packages in, in place and, and creating your own models. So I really want to kind of engage the audience in the conference with with kind of easy to access data sources, uh, and, and I think that's a really good way to start. So get those data sources, wrap it all up in a really good business case. Uh, ultimately, kind of link it back to, to money. I think it's a, it's a simple point, but you know everything comes back to finance, uh, and and have some really good timelines on it uh, because most uh, sort of senior management are in there to do something to make to make an effect and they want to know they can come in make an effect within a year 
uh, most and, and then look back on that and be able to assess exactly the, the kind of business impact that that had. Um, so, so it's very much sort of a business case view of SEO that works at enterprise level rather than sort of, uh, you know, everyday kind of continual grind kind of approach to SEO, which I, I think is kind of, is just not quite as effective at that level. Yeah, especially when you're trying to convince people that you need to place more emphasis on certain projects. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and mobile, I mean, mobile's a really easy one right now, just because we can see that the sheer volume of mobile traffic, mm-hmm. uh, and, and especially across the Vodafone group, I mean, the in terms of that data I was referring to from uh, Google, uh, South Africa is around 50% of uh, South Africans only access the internet via mobile. Oh, wow. Uh, it's, you know, it's incredible numbers, absolutely incredible. Uh, and we have a whole generation now growing up, I mean, the younger generations growing up, we're just not using desktops. So we really have to think, you know, how are we going to how are we going to deal with these people? How are we going to sell to these people? Um, so I think there's some really really interesting cases uh, around mobile right now. Yeah, and I know um, I think in your presentation you also kind of touched on, you know, the product department or business unit and how you search worked with that. I mean, do you use you know data and outcomes from? previous product launches um, to, you know, develop your next product launch when it comes to search? Uh, yes. I mean, I've, I've been implementing that at Vodafone. The, uh, something, again, this is quite obvious to a lot of SEOs, is that they know that uh, we tend to sort of, well, it's a very large company, you tend to not be too reactive. So when a new handset comes out, the, the affiliates are very quick on off, off the mark. Uh, the smaller sites are very quick with their unboxings, with their, their content. And the large telecoms are usually the last. They sort of come in uh, two months late, too late really, uh, and uh, just launch a, a sales page. So, so kind of using that data to look at different markets. But when, uh, when people started to look for these terms, when the search volume started to peak, uh, and then the kind of volume that we could have got through from that and how that volume then could have converted into uh, contracts or into sales is a really important part of that, that case study. So, yeah, absolutely, we've been, been looking at that, and looking not only in the UK, uh, but looking in each country to see how reactive different countries are to, to new handset launches. Uh, and I think that's something you can do very easily through search volume, even to the extent of uh, you know, using Google search terms, uh, you know, getting the trends report. That, that, that's a really good start to that. Uh, but otherwise, kind of pick up, you know, search metrics, link decks, have these uh, have these sort of handset keywords programmed in there, and just look at the the volumes change over time, and then kind of take that back as as part of your business case to say we should be far more reactive, and instead of sort of coming in two months later, we should be you know thinking about this two months before. Uh, so yeah, absolutely, and I know some of the the markets as well. They they're very keen to kind of look at uh, uh, interest search volume interest, which again can be used across lots of parts of the business, in terms of what they should be bringing in or what they should be uh, emphasizing on their site, you know, which phones should they be featuring on, on the front page of their website. You know, these kind of questions can be, you can have an opinion on them from an SEO perspective, because we have search data. Uh, we have the best sort of questionnaire data possible, because we know what people are searching for on a sort of, you know, day-by-day basis. Yeah, and, um, you know, as you're talking, I kind of, and you were saying, you know, it's important not to just be reactive, especially when you're a larger company. Um, When it comes to, you know, data, do you ever look at social media as well? I mean, when it comes to a product launch, do you look at past data or if people are talking about it on social and use that with your search? 
Yeah, absolutely. I, think, I mean, search data is invaluable. Uh, social data is absolutely invaluable. Uh, and, and certainly sort of doing, uh, I've done a few uh, sort of you know, homemade tools using Twitter data. Uh, not a lot of people realize your know, Twitter data is free, so you can kind of scrape this even without using a sort of formal API process. And, and you can kind of use this data to, to realize how many people are talking about specific terms, uh, even without kind of picking up these, these huge sort of social media uh, desktop packages. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, social media is, is a really good source of, of search data. Absolutely. Yeah, it's almost like a free focus group if you know how to mm. <laughs> use the data correctly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then, and this this comes back to kind of how you would then work through the company because uh, different business units uh, won't have had that kind of experience with with data. So you can kind of come in from a search perspective or an SEO perspective uh, and kind of share this share this with them. Uh, and, and I kind of like to think that everyone's just trying to do a better job and everyone's trying to sort of push their own projects. Yeah. Uh, so, so by kind of, you know, sharing that data, you often open the doors with those other business units and, and then you're able to kind of, you know, work on projects together. Uh, so it's, it's a very, uh, you know, it's very valuable currency really around, it, around a company uh, data. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, that kind of brings us to our last question that I know you touched on again in your presentation is how search influences other channels of marketing. And I know we've kind of talked about social media, but are there other areas of marketing where you think search really makes an impact? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I'd say, I mean, yeah, primarily, I mean, it's been in marketing, but it's more kind of in understanding really a uh, product demand. Uh, I mean, to give you some uh, kind of practical examples, uh, so I had one client, uh, this isn't a Vodafone example, but another client, uh, and we we're very interested when the Olympics started uh, in the UK, cycling was, was very popular, we just had the Tour de France uh, the year before, and we sort of we knew that that, that uh, cycling was was big news over here, uh, and then by looking sort of Google Trends, getting an idea of, of cycling sh shoes, cycling shorts, these kind of terms, we could see that that, that the growth was kind of exponential. So I took that that data back to the company and said, look, we should be creating campaigns around these terms. So it's not just about sort of creating uh, optimized pages, but it's about sort of the direction of of everything we're doing. You know, we're creating uh, we're creating content campaigns around them. We're creating social campaigns. So you really can you can kind of come back and take that data and, and really affect a lot of other parts, a lot of other functioning parts of the business. Yeah, it's it's almost as if search helps you know now affect the entire strategy of a company, especially if they do a ton of business online. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a fantastic source of information. Uh, so I really think the SEOs need to go off and kind of understand the data sources that are available to them and understand how to sort of even at a sort of superficial level just to be a data analyst to a degree you know to take this data in and have a good way of, of explaining and showing it to, to the rest of the business and that's definitely you know one of the, the big changes really in, in our industry you, you spoke earlier about changes in SEO mm -hmm. and I think this is one of them that's going to happen over, over the next few years. Yeah, I agree, and that's probably almost a whole other podcast <laughs> is yeah. how the SEO industry is changing to be more data and analyt, you know, and analysis instead of just straight SEO implementation. Yeah, yeah. So. I think I think we'll all be data analysts now. Yeah. Yes, whether we like it or not. <laughs> well, Nick, thank you so much for joining us today on Marketing Nerds. I know uh, we appreciated having you at the summit in London and. I know our audience here on the podcast end will appreciate your insight as well. 
No, thanks very much for, for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Great. Um, again, this is Kelsey Jones, Executive Editor of SEJ, and Nick Wilston, Lead SEO at Vodafone Group. That's all for now. Thank you. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.